have we described Jake? He's Jake's just a golden retriever. No, I like golden retrievers. Jake is what they think a handsome bear clitoris would look like, and I hate <laughs> it. He's the Hemsworth you don't know the name of. He's not He's actually baby a Hemsworth. animal I'm using genitalia. It. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him so much, and I don't know why. There are good movies, and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here, because this is shitty cinema. No enthusiasm to make any noise about this film. We are three film masochists who love to take out the worst movies we can find, centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave, Ella, and Casey. I don't do bacon. It does me. <laughs> Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. What's this month's theme, Dave? This month, our theme is Work Safe Holidays, where it's that time of the year and we need some Christmas cheer, and we've chosen the wrong films to bring that. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas! I feel like we're going to get flagged as like someone trying to radicalize people against Christmas. Like, this is a war on Christmas. Yes, yes. Yeah, 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 there yeah. is a war against Christmas, and we are on the front. We're saboteurs. Saboteur. Last week, we watched Christmas Coupon, and it was technically, legally a film. It had most of the parts that go into one, I guess. It's the final week of the month, so Casey, what did we decide to close out this happiest time of the year with? You know, all of our millennial brethren were moister than an oyster when the announcement came out that Lindsay fucking Lohan, Dame Sir Lindsay Lohan... <laughs> Is coming out the Netflix holiday movie called Falling for Christmas. And wow, how the mighty have fallen. For Christmas. It's, on it's Christmas. a movie. <laughs> Casey, before we get ahead of ourselves, you need to give us an elevator pitch where you sell us in this movie in 10 seconds or less. Oh, God. Here's your setup. For some very stupid reason, you're totally not gay bestie has drug you out into the middle of nowhere to take some ussies at some spot he found following the the top off-road skier in the country. I don't know. We got to take some bussy ussies for the gram. Shit, Dave. Why are you so old? I I knew what I was doing when I opened the door, and I did it anyways. Yeah, you did. (laughs) You found a beautiful spot. You're taking some snaps right on the edge of a cliff. But unfortunately... You're, you're pretty well-dressed for the situation. He's in some aggressively high heels, um, and they're not great for slippery <laughs> ground. He just started slipping and grabbed you to try and get his footing. You've got about 10 seconds before both of you go tumbling down the hillside. In the time before that happens, sell us on this movie. Cinematic Mayonnaise presents Lohan Can't Remember Who She Is or How Horny She Is for the Human Equivalent of a Musty Sponge. Eight seconds. Thanks, Case. That was... Human equivalent of a musty sponge really, uh, really um, is both accurate and evokes a particular imagery. I also had a backup elevator pitch that was like kind of realizing how this movie is mildly queer positive, but we'll get into it later. <laughs> All right, let's go over the movie that shitty cinema watched. So Lohan's playing not Paris Hilton, but it's, it's just Paris Hilton. Her daddy's a hotel magnate, and she's never had a job and never wanted for anything. 
But spoiled isn't her entire personality. She's also entitled and dating an Instagram influencer or whatever the fuck they call Instagram in this world. Shillgram? I don't know. Chrismagram. Oh, fuck you, because that's probably what they call it. I hate that the Instagram influencer, Tad, is the villain of the film or positioned to be the villain of the film because Falling for Christmas tries really hard to not actually make anyone appear to be bad, the bad guy to obfuscate the fact that there's absolutely nobody to root for. See, instead of doing the whole rich girl falls for poor guy shtick, we get Tad set up as the completely unlikable boyfriend to be replaced, but not to the poor guy. Oh, no. Instead, she falls for the only moderately wealthy guy. Okay, Tad is not a bad guy or unlikable. I will die on that hill later. Yes. Uh, Fight you for it later. Is Instagram influencers are not good people a controversial opinion? Uh, I'm not saying I'm. He is not the least likable. He is in the top three best, morally best people in this film. Full stop. King of the shit heap, man. Right. If I'm in that low-hand hell, I know who I'm going home with. Mrs. Smith and Wesson? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And a bottle of whiskey. (laughs) See, it's like Falling for Christmas wants to get all of Aladdin's charity, but make Aladdin the owner of a ski resort and a local small-town celeb. See, everything here is a wealth of scale. Since everyone's poorer than Lohan and her dad, everyone else gets to count as a come up in story. To add to the pile of cliches, Lohan falls off a cliff, hits her head, and surprise, gets amnesia. She got dead. I saw the hit. (laughs) She got about four inches shorter and dead. Go off. (laughs) So Jake, the owner of the ski lodge, finds her while Tad gets lost in the wilderness. It's a stupid, flimsy excuse to pretend like Paris Hilton could go missing for several days and not post on her fucking Insta, and nobody would notice. Like, nobody at all noticed that she's gone. Honestly, I think the cops are in on it, and they were going to have a hostage situation because there's that is <laughs> literally the worst fucking police work I've ever seen in my entire life. Everyone with a responsibility to... Uh, the public in this movie fails it completely. The police, yeah. the hospital, everyone. The hospital that's just annoyed by Lindsay Lohan and just dumps her out. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. checks. That's like our local There's hospital. Much. They do that. They've I'm done that. I'm not saying many it doesn't times, check but... out. <laughs> you know, I'll say the most unrealistic part about that hospital is how many fucking decorations they had up. Because I'm like, that is so unsanitary. Are you kidding me right now? I mean, it's not a hospital, it's like a. a walking clinic but still like (laughs) jesus not in the personal rooms people are coughing on that tinsel listen if you've seen one amnesia rom-com you've seen falling for christmas's amnesia rom-com she comically can't even make a bed bonds with jake's daughter learns that jake's wife died a few years ago and attends a local charity event where she learns that the entire town is apparently dependent on jake to subsidize like every charity like all of them (laughs) Also, to top it all off, the ski resort is broke, and it's getting no traffic. Because why not? Of course, Lohan helps Jake realize the true spirit of Christmas, which is begging for money from the townsfolk who supposedly have nothing to depend on Jake's charity and generosity to exist. I don't see the problem here. 
No, you gotta change that. That is literally not the plot of the film. That is the plot of the film. It is not the plot of the film. Preguntas. Asking the people who went there, not the townsfolk. No one is people. going to the resort. I were there 20 pairs of skis out, implying that someone had just come off the mountain and is like in the restaurant. If no one's at the resort, that means you literally have the worst fucking employees. Because if no one's been there in a while, you just leave your fucking skis out. That's why no one wants to come to your resort because your your equipment is shit. You don't take care of anything. Wife probably was savable. At the fundraising party, Jake finally decides it's time to move on from his dead wife and opens his heart up to Lohan. At the exact same moment, Tad bursts in, and Lohan remembers she's not just average wealthy, but like, you know, well, Paris Hilton wealthy. (laughs) So she breaks Jake's heart and leaves with Tad. However, she saves his business by name-dropping it at a press conference. Suddenly, turns out everybody wants to stay where Lohan rehabilitated from a dangerous head injury. I guess. Yeah, that checks out. Sure. Why not? Why? It's Colorado. They don't like any kind of medicine and will, like, make your lives harder. <laughs> Just be like, see, I don't have to take aspirin. Like, cool. Take all your traumatic brain injury victims to this bed and breakfast that I'm sure everybody's going to, like, walk out of their, like, awakenings. You're right. Cool. Like, eh, <laughs> like, okay. If it's really, if you're going to go with the Paris Hilton analog, have her claim that the lead in the pipes gives the water healing properties. Falling for Christmas ends by racing to check off all of the Christmas romance boxes. Lohan breaks it off with Tad, declines the VP of nothing position her father created for her in his company, and admits that she loves Jake. She Aww. even gets her father to reverse course of a B-plot that they start at the beginning of the film and completely abandon, where he's begging to, where he's begging Lohan's father to invest. And she's like, yeah, 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 now he wants to invest in your, your lodge. I guess the moral of the story here, kids, is that gentrification will make wealthy people wealthier. Or let hot lost women fuck up your business because they might have a rich dad. <laughs> right. Like, Fucking owes you. I, I love how, like, no, I'm not going to accept the money for nothing position in your company, dad. I'm going to accept you investing in the property of I my boyfriend that I'm boyfriend. moving into instead. It's the same deal. You should Isn't have stayed... As yeah, you should have stayed as the VP of nothing at his company. It's much better, right? I what's her dad gonna give this place? I uh, a few million All dollars. All the stuff he wanted, a hot tub. Remember, he made a list. He's like, right, I yeah, want yeah, a yeah, hot yeah. tub. Yeah, he had. I a, want a flat screen. He had a list of renovations, so we're talking like a couple million dollars. His dad's got corporate money, which means it's gonna come with a percentage required. So he's gonna lose this place in the long run, anyways. Because corporations or just get rolled into when he marries and locks down. Or instead, you could have kept a 10th floor office and had a couple hundred grand a year to just dump back in anyways. Plus, probably get a percentage of daddy's thing at the end of it. Dad will literally pay you to go hang out with your boyfriend and not fuck shit up for him. Right. And if you you hate it that much, fuck it. Wait till he dies. Inception it and throw it all away. Who cares? (laughs) Sorry. I just the the. That final throwaway of, like, I'm not taking your job. I'm taking this job. It's the same job. There's just a dick attached to it now. Yep. This whole movie is as pitchy and tone deaf as Lindsay is in this movie when she's singing. Dad, God bless you for calling it out. 
That's love. Love is honesty. You know? Man, that was the one villainous moment that worked for me when Ted <laughs> called out Lindsay yeah. Lohan for singing Christmas songs. Okay. We need that to... was the only villainous moment that worked. <laughs> I think we need to talk about Tad first because he was, in my opinion, the best part about this movie. Hey, At least consistently. Consistently. But we could discuss. As a topic, Tad, I'll agree. Tad is his own person. Tad marches to the beat of Tad's drum. He's the only one that grows and evolves and makes definite change for the good in a showable way absolutely what what the fuck how what does he do oh my god okay ted starts out as you know like oh he's this vapid influencer that's mean to the help and blah 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 and tad gets humbled he falls on the opposite side of a mountain from Lindsay lohan is legitimately in danger. Like when he tries to make his last post, his eyes are or his lips are blue and shit. Like he's very cold, obviously. He gets saved by ugh, an absolute gem, Ralph. I would have put Ralph above him, but Ralph wasn't in it enough. Um, he gets saved by this mountain guy, Ralph, and learns to like be cool. He's very kind to Ralph is very complimentary of the whole time. He makes sure Ralph doesn't go to jail for poaching, which is a serious fucking crime. People, they can really be punitive about that. Finds who he is, takes the breakup from Lindsay Lohan gracefully as fuck. Doesn't try to be like, no, don't do this. Or, you know, like, or be like, whatever, bitch. He's just like, okay. And then is like, you know what? This is out of, I am who I am. I am transformed after this. Get in here, assistant, who I spit bacon into his hands. We're going to have the perfect relationship because all that relate, all that assistant wanted was to be in the orbit of someone rich and famous, and now he's going to be in the orbit of someone rich okay. and famous. Everybody let wins. Just, okay. let me just that was the coming out love story yeah, yeah, yeah. that I let's, wanted and I nope. saw and I loved. Let, yeah. Let's, let's, let's let me, put this in the framing that the movie delivered it right, first. Right. So, like, let's uh, – Chugs, first off. Tad is indeed lost in the wilderness and it is framed because he is a fucking idiot and he doesn't know what he's doing. And that's why he looks like that. And Tad doesn't like love on Ralph because Ralph's a great guy. Even though Ralph is a great guy. I'll die on that hill. And you can catch me on the poaching later. But Tad is an opportunist fuck that was terrified and thought he was dying because he's an incompetent piece of shit. He's an opportunist. And he is a vapid influencer that takes a bunch of opportunities, and that's what we see him do, including his romance, quote-unquote romance, when he comes out with that dude. It is a fucking opportunity because immediately prior to that, he signals that it's an opportunity by saying, oh, my God, you broke up with me. Hey, can I post about this on my Instagram? Because this is going to get me a bunch of followers. No, the guy wasn't anything to do with this next opportunity. He was just like, hey, you know what? I've got an extra ticket for New Year's Eve. No, 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 no. Fucking... the guy very nope. much was. The dialogue yeah. was Lindsay Lohan dumps him and says, I know you, you'll be over it by New Year's. Yes. And he then turns to the assistant who was standing right there and heard all of this and said, what are your plans for New Year's? Right. He, he, yeah. He doesn't, take the rela- he doesn't take the end of their engagement gracefully. He never cared about their relationship in any way, shape, or form she whatsoever. Didn't either. They Correct. had about as much sexual chemistry as two old pieces of white bread being fought over by seagulls. And 
Sure, done, but that's fine. That would have been Lindsay Lohan's, Lohan's track too. as well yeah. had she not been lucky enough to be found by a human we're... sexualized teddy bear. It was disgusting. Yeah, but yeah, the no, point no, no, is, no, no, no. we're just saying that your arc is wrong. <laughs> yeah, He's yeah. not wrong. Not at the... all. There, no, no one no one needs to be a good person in the relationship. They're right. both bad Everybody's people. bad. No, but I'm saying of the movie, he's the best character, and I'm no. happy he got his happy ending. He I does not. Okay, fuck he, off. You're wrong. You also said he grows and has an right. arc, and he definitively does no. not. He exits as he enters. Right. A shithead. A pompous, vapid shithead. No, because here's his change. He's nice to the help now. And he <laughs> wants to take that guy. Yeah, whatever. That's nice to the help. Count. He shows gratitude to Ralph for saving his life, gets him out of jail, is nice to the house, the help. He doesn't get him out of jail. The sh- the sheriff himself just says, don't do it because it's fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sheriff. I mean, sure, Tad appeals to it first, but the sheriff is ultimately the one that gets him because out Because the sheriff of knows arrested. that guy's rich. No, actually, that sheriff is the one authority figure in this film that I actually like because I understand his thought process that, yeah, poaching's a crime, but what Ralph does isn't because <laughs> I, I can get him for the littering with the beer cans he leaves behind, but I right. don't buy that he's affecting the fish stock. Yeah, but he also <laughs> takes up, like, picks up all the roadkill and eats it, and now we don't have to pay someone to do that. So, like, if he gets a couple fish right. here and there, how much can one guy eat? Yeah, 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 no yeah. dynamite fishing, Ralph. So okay, let's for, talk about Ralph. Let's for, yeah. Can for additional Ralph? context, Ralph yeah, is yeah. a um, a pseudo mountain man poacher who is found who finds Tad when he's ice fishing on government land, leads him out through the mountain pass and gets him back, and then Tad, you know, yeah, gives impassioned pleas for Ralph to not go to jail for poaching. And Ralph is terribly patient and kind, even though he's immediately shocked when Tad breaks into his shack, which is reasonable. He otherwise treats him very well, helps him, feeds him, and gives is him his like, snowshoes. Yeah, gives him his snowshoes because you know Tad isn't used to walking through snow. Which I get. No, hey, yeah. I I also would struggle. I'd be on the fucking struggle bus. I got vague impressions of shoes. Nick Offerman from him. Like that's the kind of <laughs> yeah. vibe he gives off. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. menacing, though. I'll be honest with you. There's a scene where Tad uh, is given Ralph's. Ralph makes beans, and apparently they're spicy. And I just want to try them because now I'm really excited for Ralph's beans. Yeah. I know you were focusing on all the wrong things in that scene. What? I, he did say specifically they were canned beans. So, like, does he have a specific brand that's super spicy, or is he adding oh, yeah, something maybe. to them? I do want Ralph to start his survival blog. I would love to read it. <laughs> Yeah, if they if they hurt us and make a sequel, I hope that's part of it. Yeah, so, yeah. Ralph is Ralph the is only the best like, part of the movie. Ralph is absolutely the best part of the movie. He's adorable. Uh, when the sheriff decides to let him go, he offers his hands to the deputy and says, "Your bracelets." That's adorable. I love yeah. it. Yeah, he's a nice he, guy. He's also a smart guy. He doesn't trust cell phones, so he doesn't carry one, which you know yeah. I think is fucking reasonable. Ralph he, mailed some rice in, in like I don't know late nineties, <laughs> and he's just lived here ever yeah. since. Right, he was right. mad. I I refuse to attribute that kind of malice to Ralph. He's, 
Ralph is an Ewok, and I will hear no argument otherwise. He went reverse McVeigh, where, like, being in the woods mellowed him out, and he's like, all right, it's not so bad. Like, Ralph, I know the shock of a 24-hour news cycle was hard on all of us, but, like, you know what? You take yourself out of it. You take away the agitator. You're doing just fine, buddy. (laughs) You can act on the impulses. I love Ralph because at the end of the movie, when Tad starts hooking up with the male assistant, the movie wants it to be a surprise. Like, oh my God, he's like openly bisexual. Like, yeah, no shit. He is a literal Ken doll. Whatever. About came his ass off when Ralph put shoes on him. So (laughs) it was not a secret. I am mad because the move, the closest thing to a story this movie has is supposed to be over at the one hour mark. At the one hour mark, when Lindsay Lohan is making moon eyes at the fundraising party at her new boyfriend, and then Tad and the Tad and the dad bust in. That scene is supposed to end with Tad going, "No, no, no, it's cool." Turns out, I'm super into bears. Meet Ralph; he's a poacher. <laughs> right? Oh my god, he poached my heart. Uh, yeah, no, I honestly was very sad when he picked the assistant and not Ralph. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. That was that was the end of that storyline, and that would have been an yeah. arc for Tad, man. Agreed. Agreed. See, Case, that would have been some dynamic character growth for Tad if we would have had that. What we got was not dynamic character growth. It may not have been dynamic but it was incremental and it was more than anybody fucking else have. Nobody else grew. So hold on. I can think of no counter examples. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's why I said Tad's the only good character. By definition, he's the only one that had a semblance of growth. I guess because Lohan really doesn't at all. Like I don't no, know. No, she learned how to make a bed. Yeah, she learned there's, <laughs> there's um... occupational therapy. There's like a moderate humbling. I don't know. I don't even want to call it that. I feel, not. I feel dirty calling it All right, yeah. to her being humbled. Are we, she are had we to moving? wear a used sweater. Tad almost died. <laughs> Tad hiked two days in the snow. Two days. Last point. I'm actually, the more I think about this, the more I'm thinking the sheriff after an extended scene we didn't get to see decided that two days hiking through the pass with Tad was punishment enough for the poaching. <laughs> and that's why he let him go. <laughs> or that's, my that's alternate far worse theory: than the legal system will impose. <laughs> the sheriff was intentionally making sure that these rich people didn't make it home because he's like, "Listen, this town is lagging in visitors. What's hot right now? True crime. Two rich people go missing on a ski resort. That's gonna make all the basic podcasters flood here. Fuck yes! Oh my god! <laughs> he knows what's up. An Instagram influencer goes missing. Those were the ones calling the, at the end of the movie. It was all yes. the true crime podcast that want to film an episode from the place. Yeah, that was it. Yes. Oh, I know nobody thinks problem. about it anymore, we are but part the of whole the Gabby Petito thing. <laughs> e. Fuck, one of the reservations was probably for us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I, are we moving on to Lohan's? character arc or lack thereof sure i guess because we've got a variety of things to talk about here uh Uh, yeah lohan's character arc is about as dynamic as her face after all that plastic surgery jesus christ (laughs) no we're not doing it guys we had a whole month of lohan leave her face alone those are inside thoughts that's not that's i just made it an outside thought it is it is shocking 
Yeah, uh, so I'm mad, since you mentioned it, I'm mad specifically about Lindsay Lohan having basically all of her 20s over a long weekend where she had amnesia. (laughs) Oh, God. Those were not her 20s. Collectively, millennials, those were not our 20s. Now, what are I'm you talking saying, about? I'm saying that she shows up to the, the shitty resort with amnesia, lacking all life skills, you know, can't cook an egg, can't flip a pancake, can't uh, make a bed. Uh, she, she She's functionally useless, right? She can't even figure out how a fucking fitted sheet works. Well, she never did that before. Yeah, I. It's. It would have been her without amnesia. About how stretchy things work. Like, if yeah, you know yeah. how stretchy things stretch over things, you should figure out. You should be able to figure out how Look, a fucking bed sheet works. I a hundred percent. However, for the sake of like, for some reason, you felt it necessary to do a montage here. This is equally stupid. So whatever. Moving on. This occurred over what four days total. And she yeah. shows yeah, back yeah. up a basically like competent adult. That's the first few years of your twenties. Oh, <laughs> you okay? You meant motor skills twenties. She's okay. cooking breakfast. Right? She's <laughs> cooking breakfast. She's making bed. She's like doing long term <laughs> planning at this point. She's. I have had to a do huge... my own laundry. <laughs> yeah, she's, Mom, yeah, she's eighteen. Right. I get it. I get it. She's an eighteen year old for sure. Exactly, right. I just moved out of mommy's house. I'm having to do things for myself. And they sure. crammed all of that over, what, four fucking days? During which, again, she had head trauma and amnesia. Yeah. She also had, like, damage to her C4, C3, and oh, Right. Her whole yeah, spine. Like, her whole okay. Again, she's four inches shorter because she went face down ass up head first into a fucking 60 year old pine tree at minimum 25 miles an hour movie logic is like oh well she just forgets things in real life like you fractured your fucking cranium you have uh you, you know, forget how to walk for the your rest of your brain. life right your your neck's <laughs> fucked your back's broken your broken arm right like this shit she'd be fucking a wreck a goddamn wreck. But the movie's like, ah, she just has a little inside head bruisey. There's no outer damage at all. I, I'm, I'm fucking just, I'm over it. Yeah, so again, like, definitely some hate on the hospital that takes this, like, obviously, like, horribly <laughs> injured woman and dumps her on a random ski resort. Yeah, which is funny because the doctor does it because she's annoyed with her behavior, but... Doctors, like, don't fucking deal with that shit. They just be like, sucks to be you, nurses, get fucked, <laughs> and peace out of there, right? Yeah. So it's not even like they have a legitimate motivation to kick her out. If they could just give her some morphine and settle her down and just be like, yeah, it's for the pain. <laughs> she went headfirst into a tree 38 miles an hour. <laughs> I better have fucking morphine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. So, okay, so Lindsay Lohan's... Like, one arc is a crash course of adulting when she should be in traction, but whatever. Then, uh, what? what's the other big moral of her character arc? Like, oh, this Tad relationship is a terrible thing. I know, let's immediately jump into the deep end with this other dude. Right, yeah. There's yes. like some human... Can, I don't know. I guess the implication I thought you were going to bring up her working, which was... Nah, she's nah, now nah. a career woman handing out flyers the day before an event. <laughs> she's doing great. The moral of the movie is supposed to be her and this new boyfriend, right? And I hate everything about their relationship 
desperately. I hate everyone else who's involved in it. At the end of the movie, when her father shows up with his daughter, I hated both of them. Neither of you should know each other yet. Both of your parents are irresponsible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, note on that, he would have found her in a sleigh with a horse sitting out in front of his resort. Like, I just want to frame, I want to see the scene where he walks out and he's like, why is there a child in a sleigh, like a seven-year-old kid with a sleigh and a horse in front of my fucking hotel? I'm like, grab what the fuck it. is going on? I mean, he's- Because he's entitled, it, yeah. everything on this property is mine. Right, right, Come right, here, right. Not my new kid. <laughs> He's depicted as Rockefeller rich. I'm imagining right. he walked out, went and shit, and went, oh shit, are we doing urchins again? Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> I love to hear their little cries of surprise when they leave, or when they see everything at the resort, and then their cries when they have to leave again. <laughs> oh, man. So highs and lows, Fuck. baby. Fuck. You know, I also was yelling about that scene where I was like, why does he have that kid? Yeah, yeah, How why? does he saw her one time when he was getting his own kid and if he took that much notice that makes me scared for him to be alone with that kid and that rich because no one's reporting it right i have an explanation but we'll save it for later yeah another topic you guys met what three to four days ago when she had amnesia head trauma and probably other injuries (laughs) you have already met her daughter and are moving in with them and your father has met everyone in the family too. This is so goddamn toxic. Britney Spears should be on the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, that would be one. Oh my good God, track this of the movie soundtrack. would have been so much better if they would have had Britney Spears in it instead. You could say that about most movies. Oh, are you uh, in place of Lindsay Lohan? Yes. I would have bought the character a lot more. I, yeah, I would have bought the character a lot more for sure. Honestly, sure. I mean, like, you put her performance in Crossroads on this, it would have made it a much better fucking movie. Number Probably. one. Probably. Number two. Or we could keep Lindsay Lohan and have Britney Spears be the fucking inn owner, and I would like that a lot better than I did this fucking bald face guy. What's his name? Jake? Jake. Well, what's crazy is the movie extends... <sighs> the movie spends its entire time with Jake's character. Jake has no character arc either, because... Jake never grows because Jake has no character flaws. And the the closest thing they have to Jake having a character flaw is that after Lindsay Lohan, like, fucks a ton of shit up and costs him a bunch of money and time, he has a minor, like, getting pissy with her attitude. And makes a shitty comment about her, her memory. He's yeah, like, makes a shitty care? comment about her memory. You don't have brains. <laughs> she gets butthurt about it. And that's supposed to be, like, yeah, that his sense. villainous moment. And it is. It is. Wow, nothing. Yeah, it's so goddamn milk toast that right. I just hate it so right. much. Right, okay, but it, let me let me redirect and say him making that comment is be like if you pulled a hamstring weightlifting and you know like your nana was like, oh wow, Jake, that really sucks. You know, I'm in pain a lot too. I get it. And he was like, fuck you. You have cancer. You don't even lift weights. Like the way. <laughs> making fun of her for having a fucking head injury and not having a memory and this is the woman that you're also trying to face fuck like come on don't do it come on guy come don't on do it cuz she's trying to help save your shitty business right here's Jake's right. character arc Jake right consistently bites off more than he can chew owning a hotel having a child 
finding and raising a woman. Oh, yeah. All of it he can't do, and it's terrible. I mean, if we're going to do the reframing thing, it's worth pointing out that Jake's plan to save it, or Jake's plan and that he's so upset about her disrupting was he wanted to exploit a woman with brain damage for free labor. Yes. Like how yes. She's yes. serving as an unpaid yeah. maid. Right. Ooh, naughty grandma approved. It was grandma approved. Too. Like she was like, "Hey, I think we got it." And he's like, "Sure do." I okay. I don't want to. Loved her though. She was a gem. I don't. I don't have a bad thing to say about her other than that. Don't I, take I, advantage I, people. I have a conspiracy theory on Grandma as well as uh, Wing Woman. Okay. Um, uh, okay. So I think a Grandma was testing the waters with Lohan at one scene when she says, "You're beautiful." Yeah. yeah, no, I yeah, got yeah, that. Yeah. The first time we watched it, yeah. did I not to say yeah, yeah, that I was yeah, like, yeah. new ship, jumping yeah. on, permission Gram- to board. Grandma was <laughs> testing the Grandma was testing the waters. Grandma got a no. Um, Follow up conspiracy theory: Wing Woman at the conspiracy event that shows up and immediately starts delivering her required yeah. script on how great yes. Jake's dick is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, she was doing that. I think in exchange for getting hooked up with Grandma, just a conspiracy. <laughs> but oh, I think it works. Okay, so I let me see your conspiracy and raise you a grandma's playing 4D chess and knows it's never going to work out and will be there to kick out Jake and her and oh. Lohan will run the inn together. Oh, shit. Is this how she gets her family uh, Act together? Her family, uh, her family ski lodge back? Yes. Since, yes. And Jake you know. and yes. the patriarchy. <laughs> wow. Yes. That would be that would have been a much more interesting it was... plot. I would have loved to have watched like. This whole movie compressed into 10 minutes because that's all we need of it. And then and then the rest of it being them like slowly poisoning and destroying the relationship. And then Jake yes. like getting kicked out and then grandma moving in on Lohan and that romance. And then you find out grandma plotted it all. No, actually, you're just turning this into House of Cards with a ski lodge. That sounds yeah. awful. <laughs> no, I'm loving it. Netflix at us. We've got plenty of ideas how to make your shit better. Or Netflix, pay us to put better ads than you put in your own fucking movies. Even edited people that in your way. movies hate your autoplay bullshit. You need to get whoever Fuck edited you. Fat Man's trailer and just make the trailer more interesting than your actual trash-ass yeah. movie. Yeah, that's a also, great idea. Okay, Dave, I know I've sent you these before. Um, on Instagram, he's Max the Very Good Boy. He does these shorts like uh, Hallmark Christmas movies, like... So there's this copy editor from the big city, and she's so stressed out, so she goes on a vacation. It's him, like, writing it oh, down, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, this was this fucking movie. I swear to God, they watched one of his sketches and made it into a movie because it was that cheesy of, like, oh, no, conflict. Don't worry. It's away. It's gone. Yes. It's, there's we no conflict in our film. tension. None. Cinematically, this is dry-humping in the back of a Pontiac. It's not dry. Not humping. good. It's, it's not dry good. Rubbing. It's like dry rubbing. Like when you're yeah, rubbing yeah, that, under yeah. the pants. Also, Don't go under the pants because God will be mad. Also, I'm uh, I'm glad you mentioned ads in the Netflix bullshit because a uh, not ad that was totally an ad. The camera side eyes a couple of North Face logos in this movie at a few oh. various times. And I genuinely forgot that I was watching a Netflix produced Lindsay Lohan movie and attributed it to people having to bring their own gear from home. Okay. My second to that <laughs> is I knew I was watching a Netflix movie because there was a brief Netflix commercial in the middle of it for an 
other shitty Christmas movie, A Christmas Castle, starring Carrie Elwes and Brooke Shields, because I almost picked that movie for this week. Lindsay Lohan's like, oh, it was just a dream, and accidentally turns on Netflix, and thus proving, as we were screaming at the TV, everybody hates the autoplay feature Netflix. Stop it. Stop. Even Lindsay Lohan in your own fucking movie hates it, so stop it. Dave, I think the answer is going to be obvious, but we're going to start with you. 2022's Falling for Christmas, a movie title I had to look up several times because I kept forgetting what it was and Googled <sighs> Lohan Christmas movie 2022. Would you watch it again? Head trauma for Christmas. It would have at least been memorable at that point. You tried to make right? a pun. But you didn't make a big enough deal about the falling. No, I'm absolutely not going to watch this movie again. (laughs) The best parts of Falling for Christmas are just an aggressively mediocre Christmas movie. Turn on any basic cable anywhere from like Thanksgiving through New Year's and you will see something as good or better than this at any point. And the rest of the movie is just I had to watch this movie in shifts. It was roughly. (laughs) I knew it. It it was roughly along the act breaks. Like when they went over the side of the hill, it was, uh, we turned, we'd full, turn on Netflix off, turn the TV off. Go breathe. breathe. I hope that you just sat in silence in the dark for like an hour. (laughs) And then turned it back on, said nothing, turned the TV back on, watch it for a bit. Turn it off. Sit in silence in the dark. <laughs> yeah. And when a scene that is trying to sell me Christmas cheer, or I'm sorry, when a scene that is trying to sell me Christmas magic from Santa Claus instead sells me off-screen flasher, you have failed somewhere in the filmmaking process. So no, I'm not going to watch this again. Jay or Casey, how about you? I literally just forgot Falling the title for Christmas. of the movie. I know. I, I know. Just... I know. <laughs> I know, right? It's so bad. It's so fucking bad. Maybe there's a little head trauma inside of all of us. Oh, yeah, I have a lot of head trauma. <laughs> was that what the snow globe was? It was all a reference to that, uh, what was that? TV it almost show fired because it was a dream. Yes. Or is it a snow globe? Yeah. <laughs> she looked See, this at movie's the snow getting globe. Deeper and she deeper. fell off the cliff, and then everything else is just her her brain slowly dying on the side of a cliff. Casey, how about you? A Lindsay Lohan's uh, triumphant return to the Christmas genre, Falling for Christmas. Would you watch it again? The reason I chose this film. Is because I read the headline and skimmed an article titled Lindsay Lohan's Falling for Christmas is the Citizen Kane of Christmas Movies. And I myself have never watched Citizen Kane, but I have watched Falling for Christmas, and I guarantee you I will never watch Citizen Kane because I don't like whatever just happened to me. <laughs> I tried my best to like this because I want Lindsay to succeed. Okay. Dad was great. Ralph was great. Grandma was great. And Brinny. 
But no, I would not watch this again. Oh. I watched it twice because I wa- we watched it a few nights ago, and I was like, I literally remember nothing, and I have to watch this 90 minutes before we start recording because I've forgotten it. This is cinematic amnesia. You relate to the character because you can't remember this movie or your life before it. So no, I would not watch it again. I'm sorry, you guys. I was hoping it was going to be a little more clued into itself than it was. But it was not. Today, I have a sneaky, I don't have to peek at the gift to know what I think you're going to say, but would you watch 2022's Falling for Christmas? I enunciated everything because I was trying to remember again. Holy shit, you remembered the name of Falling for Christmas. I'm impressed. Thank you. Thank <laughs> this you. Is, Falling for Christmas is Netflix, a Netflix high budget Hallmark film. It is a Hallmark yes. film with good production. Other than that, the the plot, the characters, everything you could staple out, except for the bits of Netflix bits that are shoved in that are just scream uh, market tested Netflix algorithm. This is it's popular. a Hallmark hill. It's the Hallmark film with the good hair. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And it really professional is. makeup and hair. That's the only thing that set it apart. No, <laughs> oh Jay, correct, correct. So in that way, it's a total fucking train wreck. In fact. The most remarkable part of the film is how tone deaf and just like the ways in which it fails are actually kind of interesting. I could probably go on and write an entire fucking analysis on how this fails and what it says about us because it's not good. It's not good. I honestly don't want to sit through that. No, no, I'm not going to watch Falling for Christmas again. And in a terribly unsurprising twist, three for three of us are not going to watch Falling for Christmas again. But I'm curious if you Cinemites on this Christmas Day 2022, if any of you sat down with your loved ones or preferably people you dislike and watched Falling for Christmas, what do you think? Please explain what the Citizen Kane of Christmas movies means. <laughs> Are you still fucked up about that? Very. I've seen I'll send you both, the article. I've seen Maybe both of those, and it. I have no idea what the <laughs> fuck that means. <laughs> well, that's it for WorkSafe Holidays. Case, what do we have going on next week? I'm so tired of playing it safe, WorkSafe Holidays, so we're going the opposite side. We're going to do the most unsafe thing you can do. WrestleMania, baby. Bust out the ladders, bust out the chair, bust out the spandex, just bust out. You're watching films starring wrestlers. I'm kicking it off 2011's The Chaperone starring Triple H, where he stars as a dad on parole being a dad or something. I don't know. I saw Triple H parole and dad and said yes. In the meantime... Follow us on Instagram at Casey.Cinema. Like us on Facebook, Cinema. Throw us a bone on Patreon or PeepshittyCinema.com. Check the show notes for those links if you didn't catch all that. And in the meantime, let's turn off the lights. Turn down the perfect marriage to a man who's never going to pressure you into anything. And settle for that baby bear puss. I just fucking hated him. you, Yako, since you refuse to do it live. Huh?